Welcome to another edition of Decaf. Uh, I'm Mark Cunningham, and filling in for Taylor this week, we have our Vice President, Executive Vice President, Stephanie Witt. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. I'm this excited be to be here. A guaranteed upgrade over Taylor, for sure. <laughs> so, way cooler. I won't tell uh, her you said that. So, we're going to get right into it here. Um, and, and what we'll do is each week, me and Taylor normally do it, but we're going to switch up a little bit and have Stephanie and Justin join us every once in a while for, for a little added fun. Um, so, we'll get right into it here. First topic is Taylor Swift. Um, so she had a new song called You Need to Calm Down. I guess I just watched yeah. your video right before this. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, I've been blasting it on my radio, but you know what I mean? Oh, so you Taylor like Swift it? Fan. Yes, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, so I'm kind of biased. It's um, not that catchy, though, is it? No, I mean, I think the message that she's saying about people getting too riled up about stuff, you know, I, I told you this morning I had a nasty note left on my car. <laughs> we saw it, yeah. It said, what did it say? It called you a dumb B word? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Which is not super classy. Um, which, to my credit, I did not park um, intentionally poorly. It was just kind of the way things wound up when I got there. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with her in this, like, heightened state of everybody kind of going back and forth on things. Um, and I... You know, calm down. So, yeah, so her video basically was like, I, it was more or less, it was subtweeting President Trump a little bit, I think, with, a the, little with bit. the tweeting. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing that's weird is like, so she did this whole, I mean, it's a whole like, I guess it's fighting against homophobia and things yeah. like that, but like, She's like seven years too late for that, is she not? Like, I feel like that would have been cool to do like in 2005 or something before, but like, it's so acceptable now. Like, who is she fighting against? There's like three people who are. Yeah, I think her uh, message ended up having to be more about the Equality Act that's in front of Congress right now. Um, at the end of the video, she kind of gives a plug for it. Um, but yeah, you're right. This is not something that is out of the mainstream. Uh, for people. Yeah, she's like not brave to come and do that. Like, I, she thinks she's being some kind of like, oh, look how brave I am. Like, everyone feels this way now. Like, and that specific act is fine. I mean, people will be on both sides of this, but yes, gay people, I think in some ways are still treated by some people as less than, but for the most part, America's accepted this. Like, you're not on the cutting edge of anything. Yeah, I mean, but again, you need to calm down, Mark. I, 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 I always <laughs> need to calm down. No, that, but I mean, I think it's a it's a decent message, and it's something that um, you know. I, I just like the song; it's just catchy. It's not. I, it's I, I kind of catchy. I don't think. Okay, let me argue this. Taylor Swift's not done anything good since the Tim McGraw suit. I feel like her stuff has gotten so much worse. I mean. No. It's all garbage now. It's <laughs> pop. Is, is it even pop? It's, it, it's a lot of her just talking now. It is, but I mean, I think. Like, can I make a record? I'll talk. I mean, you can. <laughs> I don't think people would buy it. But. She is a genius songwriter in the sense that she knows how to, to uh, write a hook and uh, have a beat and have a message and tell a true story, um, something that's going on in her life. And I think that's why a lot of people identify with what she's talking about. Yeah, I think genius is, is a stretch. But she, she, <laughs> she is the songwriter that people like, but I'm just, I, I, I'm just kind of done, I think, with celebrities telling me what to do as well. Yeah, now the politics of it, like I, I don't think necessarily every um, – you know, celebrity needs to comment on politics and what's going on and what bills people should vote for. But, you know, it's her prerogative if she wants to. That's, you know, that's her business. What do you think about her? So one of the things is she got involved in the last Senate race and she said she's going to be more involved in politics. I mean, is that something you like from your celebrities? I'm not as big. Oh, oh no. We have to talk about this. We'll talk about this another okay, time. Okay, okay. Um, so the second thing is let's talk about the Democrats, um, which is always a fun topic. So they have 20 candidates for president, which is a lot. Yeah, I, I think somebody announces every other day. I can't yeah. even keep up with it. I know, it's impossible. Like, people who are, like, might be famous otherwise are like, well, you're, like, the 80th person to do it, and nobody <laughs> cares. Um, so the way they're doing this is I think they have 20 top-tier candidates who have met their criteria of, like, yeah. fundraising and 
I guess, individual contributors. Um, so they're going to do a debate with 10 people on day one and 10 people on day two. Um, they, they drew straws for the debate. So it's not like, do you remember the Republican debates when they had all those people yes. on stage? So they did that based on polling. So like the most popular people debated and then they had like yes. a weird like, I don't know. You had to reach a certain threshold before you got to go on stage. Yeah, and then John Kasich just debated a bunch of like Rick Santorum <laughs> and stuff like that, which I'm sure everyone loved that. It was great for everyone. Um, but the Democrats did it randomly. So basically what they have is they have Elizabeth Warren on stage with a bunch of nobodies. Like I guess she got lucky because Bernie, um, Joe Biden, I guess Kamala Harris, um, Mayor Pete, I think they're all – on the, the, se- one. the second one. And it's just Elizabeth Warren, like Andrew Yang, and a bunch of I other people. I question that. Sounds like it was done for ratings. If I, I don't know. T- if yeah, I was a not- TV producer, I would want everybody that I could on the same stage that was popular. I, well, I think the TV producers do, but the Democrats said, oh, we want to make it fair. But oh, it's like, I know. Yeah, if Elizabeth Warren's your headliner, I'm not sure many people are watching that, to yeah. be honest, if yeah. she's the main no, one. Probably not. So my question is, what do you think? I'm excited to watch debates as, as um, just to kind of see how, how crazy some of these people are. But how do you view this as going? I mean, do you think that they're going to try to outleft each other? Do you think it's going to be like, I, I mean, how do you expect this to go? You know, how it's going to go and how I I would do it would be different. But um, I think that a lot of them are going to run to the center a little bit. um, And then some are going to run way to the left to differentiate themselves from the people who are more centric focused, um, like a Biden, for example. Um, And so you're going to see these polar opposites, I think. You're going to see people that run towards the, the way far left and then people that sort of run to the middle because they want to be a, seem a little bit more reasonable. And isn't it funny that Joe Biden's a centrist now compared to today's yeah. Democratic Party? Like, if, if you go eight it's years true, ago, four years ago, you're true, like, though. and he's the most, yeah, he's like the most centrist candidate other than maybe Andrew Yang, but it's like, yeah. how is he a centrist? They've gone way far extreme. I and think. he is. And like, I mean, and he's the only, and tell me if you think this is right, because I mean, I think we both kind of see the good in Trump and some of the bad in him yeah, as well. absolutely. I'm not sure anybody beats him except for maybe Biden, because, like, they are going, even the people who hate Trump, you're like, well, look, yeah, I don't like Trump, but if you're going to say, oh, free college for all or Medicaid for all or, what, like, just everything for all. Yeah, I think the biggest point to remember is not to underestimate Trump. Um, <laughs> that's what I think people found out in the first time around, and um, I don't think he's going to be um, – somebody to to lay down and take it so we'll see what uh what they come up with he certainly won't lay it up oh man (laughs) so many good things we have too much to talk about okay so we have two more topics and they're both tennessee focused i think that both of these things are things that we're actually excited about how how rare is it like in nashville we have positive things to say but i am so excited we're gonna start off so so do you want to tell us what happened last night they voted down the property tax increase in nashville and i could not be more excited and you as a homeowner in nashville this this affects both of us a lot Oh, absolutely so it was 20 to 18 so it was really close um what do you think the reason was obviously nashville's a very liberal city um they don't know to spend their money at all i mean horrible with it but they did vote this down like were you expecting this or was this surprising to you I was surprised that they voted it down, honestly, because I thought that because it was council, the Metro Council proposed it and not the mayor himself. Um, you know, he said he doesn't want a property tax increase right now, but maybe later. Well, he's running for re-election, election. so yeah, yeah, certainly not now. <laughs> um, so I was surprised that, uh, that it was voted down since it was a council initiative in and of itself. But I think people in Nashville are starting to realize they're – government is out of control. Their spending is out of control. They do not have a revenue problem. (laughs) They have more money coming into the city than they've ever had before. 
How is it that we're bankrupt? I don't understand. I mean, with it, all, it's astonishing. I mean, you almost have to like try really hard to make it as bad of. <laughs> I know it's it's like somebody like was challenged. Like, okay, I bet you you can't bankrupt Nashville. Like, gonna, watch me. Yeah, I'm gonna bankrupt Nashville in an economic boom. That is like, yeah. I don't. I mean, with but all. I think the, people are starting to get frustrated when they see these press releases. Now it used to be, oh, great, we're getting this company coming, we're getting this other company coming, but now people are starting to pick up on, oh, that means we're not funding our schools because we're giving a hundred million dollars to one company, or we're you know spending uh, taxpayer dollars on a soccer stadium instead of allowing the billionaire that owns that soccer stadium to fund <laughs> it himself. And it's weird because like the NFL draft came down, we, we heard how great all the economic impact of that, which I'm, I'm it sure it's it a great event. And we had CMA Fest, which is always busy. Um, I like it a lot more than everyone else here, but <laughs> I avoid it. Yeah, yeah, so does everyone else. But like the idea is that we're bringing in these things, which should be raising a bunch of money. Like after this, we're going to be bankrupt again next year. We're not going to be able to meet a budget. Where is this money going? That's my thing. I can't support a property tax increase when they have a, they have a spending problem and an addiction, and they need to fix that first and before they even remotely talk about raising my taxes. And I saw, like, the Metro Arts Council is asking for more, or whatever it's called, is asking for more money for terrible art. Like, apparently there's that weird, I guess, Native American sticks thing, which they... they yeah, that... that. That the roundabout. Yeah, the roundabout <laughs> sticks in was like $25 million. I'm surprised people on Instagram don't take pictures in front of that. Like oh, that. yeah, I know. God, yeah, biggest waste like of money with this in the background. Yeah, at least the butterfly thing is cool. But like, I mean, that, I remember yeah. they changed, like, what, like, oh, it's the Native American pride. Never mind. It was just cool sticks. We like the yeah, colors. Like, sticks. what, like, how are we giving them money? We have, like, I feel like the worst art in the I country. I think we it's have terrible. to go back to the basics and start with what is, what is the government here for? What services are we supposed to be funding? Like, schools. Oh, man. There you go. Yep, that's it. I was really fired up on that one. So last one, last one is the Volkswagen yes. um, thing. So Volkswagen and Chattanooga had a vote whether or not to unionize. Um, and I think surprising to you and maybe a little bit to me, too, is they, they voted to not unionize. Yeah. Um, tell me about that. I mean, like, obviously, that was kind of a win for freedom for them. But, I mean, what do you think about that? It is, and I think it just shows that more people are, are more in tune with what's going on um, economically than, than people give them credit for. I was really proud of those guys for standing up to the, to the union and saying, no, we're, you know, we're not gonna do this to the company that's hired us that we're working for. Um, we feel like we're being treated fairly and we ha we're being listened to. Um, and you know, some of the tactics that the unions use, um, I think turn a lot of people off. Yeah. It's funny, I looked, I commented on a Tennessee Holler article, which was a mistake to begin with. <laughs> but it's amazing what those people say. They're like, oh, they're going to lose all their freedoms. Like, they've not been unionized the whole time. They're right. happy this. And everyone else thinks, like, oh, man, I feel bad for those workers. Like, why do you feel bad for them? They voted for themselves. It doesn't yeah, affect you at all. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how much people who have no say in it, it doesn't matter one bit to them, are like, oh, man, these people, we're smarter than them. They're dumb people. It's yeah. like, maybe they just didn't want a union. Maybe they wanted to keep more of their paycheck. Yeah, and I think that's the bottom line is that people don't give them enough credit for being like, okay, we recognize that this is an option for us, but not something that we have to do and not something where we need to be told how to, to interface with our employer. Absolutely. And, and a second thought, too, just kind of talking about that. The Tennessee Holler, have you have you read that? Um, is that the, the Twitter? No, well, that's the uh, that's like the liberal, te liberal Tennessee star. Oh, okay. Um, one of the things, like, I've been super impressed with how they've gotten so many people on their Facebook and Twitter, on the, like, so quickly. Yeah. And they're all active. I mean, I, I think I disagree about 95% of what they <laughs> say um but i mean you got to give them credit for yeah. doing that like there is kind of now a left i guess alternative to the tennessee star um and those people get angry and mad like i Fired comment up. i get con comment they're like oh man i'm gonna 
They're like, oh, Beacon Center, ha, 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do give them credit. They've done that. And, I mean, there's been a lot of the whole Volkswagen vote. They were all on top of mm-hmm. um, uh, Obviously, not enough to change any votes. Right. But, but it is it is interesting to kind of have a left of center outlet now in the state. It is. It who is. kind of covers it so we can. And maybe they'll be with us on corporate welfare. I hope so. I hope so, because I think what they're starting to see, and I hope the the left comes to the table on corporate welfare, because it's impacting the communities that they're trying to say need additional funding and resources. Um, yeah, schools, right? That's yeah, what we're talking schools, about, schools. your firemen, police, your policemen. Yeah. Um, all of these essential services that government usually provides, and instead our tax dollars, are, like I said, are going to soccer stadiums and other things in Nashville. And Amazon. Amazon. Well, we don't know how much they got because they kind of kept it secret. Yeah, but, that's so if you read the Tennessee Hour, you should you should <laughs> be with us on corporate welfare. We need your help and need uh, your help. and criminal justice, right? We we can work with them on yes, that. Yeah, we can work with them on those. Issues. But yeah, the Volkswagen vote was, I mean, good for us, and that is it. Um, oh no! So well, that's it, Stephanie. Thank you for thank being you a part. So much. I know it's, it's fun, right? Yeah, it's super. Well, I'm well, a huge podcast person. So okay, so you, I don't listen to podcasts, but whatever. We'll talk about that later. But <laughs> let us know what you think. Um, we're gonna leave a comment section here. So if you liked it or if you hated Stephanie, which I get to, whatever whatever you feel. Just let us know. Oh, um, come on. But, but thanks for joining us, and we look forward to meeting Kelly. We'll be back next week. Thanks.